Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. What's up? Um, question for you to start. Uh, are we ever going to forgive the Braves for this? No, you can't. <laughs> you fucking can't. <laughs> I guess. Forgive the Rays. I'm fucking sick and tired of both. Uh, yeah, if we're not boots on the ground for these two teams, uh, we might be just uh, staying away for a little bit. They've scarred us this week. Uh, but otherwise, uh, the rest of baseball has been fairly predictable. Uh, we got some college baseball coming up. Huge. This is this is how you know it's the month of June. We got three weeks of just electric college baseball atmosphere. It's one of the best college tournaments of all time. March Madness could kiss my ass when it comes to college baseball because this is much more, much more upsets, much more excitement, much more. You know what? There's a lot more chances to save your life. It's not just a one and done. You're never really out of it. That's why it's the gotcha. best track. Okay. Um, I think we saw before the tournament, uh, LSU, our preseason favorite, was plus 900. Right, LSU they were the third preseason favorite. Uh, what was the other one? Tennessee. I think I yes. have. I don't know a good unit on both. I'm still liking way those look. Tennessee, not so much. They've been inconsistent as of the season. But hey, are we starting off with college baseball? Uh, yeah. Let's let's just go into it. Cool. Let's knock this out. So I have the bracket up here, and I'm really just going to start on the left hand side. So we have the number one, number one seed, Wake Forest. Uh, me and Joe have been gambling on them all year long. They have been an absolute wagon. So this is one of the best teams. They did not win their ACC championship. Some people were concerned, are they still going to be the number one, number one seed? There's no shit kind of moment on that. This is a absolute fucking wagon of a team. One thing, Joe, about the College World Series. There has been I'm... one overall seed that has won since 1999, or actually won overall, and its last time it happened was 1999. Interesting. You know what team that was? You can go ahead, Texas. Uh, Miami. Oh, gross. That's the last time the one seed has ever won the tournament. So this is your hockey's version of the President's Cup. I do think Wake Forest is really good. I think if they lose this year, it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not like a season's a failure. If they make it to Omaha, good season. They should be in Omaha. Anything outside of that is one big fucking failure. But here, let me kind of break down their little bracket here. So they will be hosting their regional. Their first game is against George Mason. The George Mason we all know and love. Uh, Joe, I'll give you five bucks if you can give me the mascot. Uh uh, George Mason is the Friars? Incorrect. They are no. the Patriots. Patriots, that's right. So they are going up against the fourth seed. This isn't the worst team in the tournament, but, uh, I mean, they're not great. They are the A-10 champs. They lead the NCAA in steals. I think they have, like, over 160-something steals in 50 games. So... I don't think it's going to help them against Wake Forest. Wake Forest should shut them out. If you see the spread anywhere around 10 runs, take it. I think Wake Forest basically run rules them. Got it. Okay. Uh, next matchup in that is our two and three seats on this. We have Northeastern Illinois 
I believe. And then Maryland. So Maryland is the Big Ten champs. They do mash the ball quite a bit. They score a lot. I would take Maryland over Northeastern in that round. Now, the way the whole first round works is that it's double elimination. So if George Mason and Northeastern lose, they go into a loser's bracket. Maryland and Wake Forest would play each other in a winner's bracket. Who basically, whoever's the last team to not lose twice is going on to the next round. So the way I see this whole bracket working out and the way it works, I like Wake Forest to be the winner of this group. Pretty obvious there. I think the runner-up of this group would be Maryland. I think George Mason and Northeastern, congrats, you made it to the tournament, but you're not nearly as good as those two teams. Pretty cut and dry. That one's pretty chalky, right? Okay. Um, who beat um, Wake Forest in the ACC tournament? Uh, Wake Forest lost to, give me a second, I had it popped up. I think they lost to Clemson. Okay. Which also is hosting, we'll get to that here shortly. Let me look that up real quick. I was just looking at the, the odds to win the College World Series. See, and honestly, everybody looks, I, I spent my entire Memorial Day weekend watching every conference tournament. So, I will say this. Do not take too much of what you saw in that tournament to heart. Like, that's a, a lot of the times these teams know they're going to make it in no matter what. So they just kind of chill and stop. And that's most likely what Wake did. Why get hurt? Why do anything crazy? Gotcha. Actually, the reason why they lost is they lost to Miami. They lost two to seven. Interesting. But hmm. that being said, I do want to go to the next bracket down the list. Is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama is our host. Sure. They are the 16 seed, so basically the one seed, the, the bottom of the one seeds. Now, if you watch the selection show, they look pissed, and rightfully so. I'm not sure if you heard about this drama about them, but their coach got fired halfway through the year yes. due to the fact that their coach was gambling Yep. Uh, since then, and I think the boys just kind of got buzzing off that, like, hey, our coaching was betting against us. He's fired. Let's prove him fucking wrong. They have been one of the hottest baseball teams in the country, uh, absolutely mashing the ball. So they are actually pulled a pretty sweet card. They are going up against Nichols State. I will give you five bucks if you can either tell me the logo, or I'm sorry, the mascot, or where what state they're in. Nickel State, I'm going to guess Virginia, and the Nickel State Nickelbacks. That's awesome. Good shit, Joe. Uh, you were not close. Uh, Nichols is actually in like the deep, deep raging Cajun part of Louisiana. They're in the dirty, dirtiest part of that state. Oof. And they are the Colonels. So that being said, just a little shout out to them. Uh, they will be going up against Alabama. This is another one of those games where I actually think it could be close, but Alabama should just win overall. Uh, I have no spreads yet, but I do have like the fact that Alabama is like a minus 300. That might be worth it. Uh, the next thing that we have in that same Tuscaloosa regional is Troy and Boston College. Boston College... Basically should have hosted. They're a little upset. They were part of one of the borderline teams of the top 16 RPI teams. So they might be a little pissy. I still think Alabama wins this regional. Troy basically got in because they won their... I think they got into the finals of the Sun Belt. So that's why they're in. So they're put in as a third seed. So my winner of that regional will be Alabama. 
my runner-up will be Boston College. Another kind of chalky thing there. Should be good to go. Okay. Uh, next one, we got Coral Gables. This is the Miami Regional. Miami is the one seed. Texas is the two seed. Miami will be playing against the Maine University. Texas will be playing up against Louisiana Lafayette. I'm not going to give you the whole Maine one. I think you know where Maine is. That being said, I think this is a very uh, close regional. Miami has really, really good pitching. They also have a really, really good hitting. So overall, a really, really good team. Texas, on the other hand, very inconsistent, very... Pitching's not there, but hitting can be there every now and then. It just depends on what you get that day. So my runner-up or my winner of this will still be Miami, Florida. I think University of Miami goes on to the next round. Our runner-up will be Texas. Uh, If you want to take a good chance on this, I think realistically Louisiana Lafayette is a good uh, Cinderella in this. They could easily be the runner-up. They did take a couple games away from LSU this year. They split a series with them, so they do have bats and they can compete. So don't sleep on the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. All right. Let me go to my next page of notes. Our next bracket or next regional is Stanford. That is out in California, the only West Coast regional we have. So we got Stanford going up against San Jose State, the four seed. Then we have Cal State Fullerton and then Texas A&M as a two seed. So realistically what to look here, a lot of the guys from Stanford last year, this is a former Omaha team last year. They had a ton of kids come back and a ton of kids transferred to them. So they only got better. I think Stanford easily wins this regional. They should take it out of San Jose state. Uh, if you're looking at the Cal state Fullerton and Texas A&M game, I would take Cal state Fullerton. It's good to see them back. They do have really good pitching. Texas A&M is too, from in a non-biased way because I can't stand them and but they're a very boring small ball team I don't think that they'll be able to handle Cal State Fullerton I think Cal State Fullerton has a little bit more bats they kind of hit a little bit better and the pitch a little bit better so I think your runner-up is going to be Stanford winning that regional the runner-up of that regional is Cal State Fullerton all right now this is the one we'll probably have our eyes glued to the TV the Baton Rouge LSU regional LSU's going up against America's team right now, Tulane, which got in on a 19-40 to record. They won their conference championship on an absolute Cinderella story, so they're just happy to be in there. They're playing with house money at this point. Right. Uh, that being said, if there's a 14-point spread on LSU, I think LSU could put up 20-30 to 30 runs in one game here. Take the over. I think they absolutely smacked Tulane in the mouth. Oh, boy. Cut and dry there. That's that is going to be a very ugly game. That's an in-state rivalry game, or not? I yeah, rivalry, but it's in-state game. A lot of those kids were basically have played or gone against Tulane. It's going to get ugly there. Uh, the other teams in there, we have Oregon State, home of Adelie Rutschman, and then Sam Houston State Bobcats. Sam Houston State's not a terrible team. They took a couple out of Tech. They beat A and M, I believe, this year. They beat TCU. They're they're a pretty scrappy team. I could see them being the runner-up. Oregon State is another one where they're good. I think they're the runner-ups in the Pac-12. Borderline a host team, but Pac-12 baseball this year was kind of weak. I'm very big on LSU winning this bracket and then 
runner-up, it was worst case, Sam Houston. It's a kind of a long shot there. Okay. Now we have the Lexington-Kentucky regional with Kentucky. There's Kentucky, Ball State, Indiana, West Virginia. I'm not sure if you heard the news there. But no. there is no hotels available in Lexington, Kentucky for the teams. Why is that? There is a country music festival. Oh. I don't think it's Taylor Swift, but there's a country music festival and a women's softball, like a little girl's softball tournament. That being said, every single team is staying in the dorms. And the shitty part about it is Kentucky is charging them $92 a room a night. So, add on you, Kentucky. They should not be hosting. I don't know. They basically played the RPI game. They even canceled a few games to make their RPI better. So, fuck them. I am doing my absolute best to cheer against them. So, that being said, this is more of a bias pick. I don't think Kentucky's the, that good of a team. I think they just happen to play in an SEC conference where their powerhouses and their RPI is really good. Um, I love West Virginia in this. I, West Virginia is a co-champion regular season champion played pretty well in the tournament for the big 12. I think West Virginia wins this regional outright. Sadly, they will probably lose LSU in the super regionals, but West Virginia is my champion or my regional champ on that one. My runner up would be Kentucky. I think at least Kentucky makes it to the finals of that bracket. Okay. Uh, Auburn, the Auburn bracket. This one's pretty Decent. I think there's going to be a lot of runs here. If we watched Auburn's regional last year, I think every single game ended up like 18, 20 runs tops. But Auburn is your one seed. They're hosting. They're going up against Penn, the Ivy League champ. Uh, third seed is Samford going up against Southern Miss. Southern Miss is pretty pissed off. They have a chip on their shoulder. They should have gotten a regional probably over Kentucky or Indiana State, but I'll get into that later. Uh, I like Southern Miss to win this region. I think they have probably one of the best bats in their conference. Auburn itself, I think it's the same situation as Kentucky. I think they're a little overrated. They're kind of like a very boring version of LSU. A lot of transfers came there, but not like with the cool names like Tommy Tanks or anything like that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next up, we have Clemson. Clemson are ACC champions. They are going up against Lipscomb. And if you can tell me where Lipscomb is, I'll give you five bucks. New York. Let me double check my thing. And give me a mascot. Uh, Lipskin Tigers. They are the Lipscomb Bisons out in Nashville, Tennessee. Really? Interesting. So Clemson will play Lipscomb first in the first game. The two seed in this, unfortunately, for Clemson is Tennessee. Tennessee is another Mm. one program that I think they just fell off a little bit because of an injury bug and then just didn't do well in the tournament. So they sadly fell to a two seed and wasn't able to host. I still think Tennessee is one of the five best programs in this tournament. So I love Tennessee to beat Charlotte. I think Tennessee will take two out of the three against Clemson when it comes to the winner's bracket. Hmm. Okay. All right, yeah. on to the right side of this bracket. I'll go through it quick because there's a lot of teams. We have the Gainesville Florida Regional. This one will probably be pretty fun. I think there's some sleepers in here. Florida is the one seed and Florida, I feel like every year, host a regional. They always have this overhyped team. They're a top four 
seeded team in this tournament, but they always disappoint somewhere, and I don't know why. But here's kind of what Florida's competition here. We got Florida, Florida A&M. Let me know what school, what mascot they have. That is the Rattlesnakes. There you go. I wanted to give you an easy one. Where's it located? In Tallahassee, Florida. Nailed it. All right. They got Florida A&M, Texas Tech, and UConn. So, Florida A&M, uh, their coach had actually coached with Mike Martin at FSU for the last 20-something years. Finally got his own program here. He's not been doing bad. So, this is a frisky four seed that you could probably think about upsetting Florida. If the juice is high enough, might as well throw a little sprinkle on it. That might be worth it. Uh, that being said, the just talking regional in general, I believe Florida should win the regional. They're playing a very, very weak Texas Tech team. Uh, Texas Tech is very, they're, they're always, this is a consistency bias. They're always in the tournament the last six years. So I think a lot of people, a lot of juice is going to be on Texas Tech, but don't be surprised if UConn beats them. I think my winner of this is going to, once again, it's going to be Florida. Runner-up will probably be Texas Tech, but don't be surprised if UConn does sneak in there as a runner-up. Okay. Next bracket, we got the Columbia bracket. This is South Carolina University. Now, this is a kind of what I thought was a crock of shit. I don't know how they got a hosting spot, but it's SEC. Who gives a shit? I think they had a good run in the SEC tournament. They didn't win, but that's life, right? Uh, they play a school called Ryder. And Joe, you know where that is? New York. It's good. I'll give you five bucks on that one. They are part oh, of the Maction, M-A-A-C conference. So they won their championship. That's how they got into the bracket. Uh, that being said, not a terrible program. Uh, I'm not going to do... Oh, I'm fucking this up. My bad. I got confused on the bracket. So Central, I'm sorry, we're on South Carolina, right? Yes. All right, South Carolina's playing, playing Central Connecticut State. Then they play uh, third seed is North Carolina State. And then Campbell University is the two seed playing there. So we'll talk about that real quick. Uh, Campbell, basically in their selection thing, they thought they were actually going to host. They thought they were going to be one of the few schools that gets a host. They got robbed from Indiana State and then also probably Kentucky, and then South Carolina. They were actually wearing shirts that say, we're nobodies, so I think there's a little bit of chip on the shoulder here. I think Campbell will win this regional. It's our first upset. I think that one is a very, very sneaky pick. I think you can get a lot of value on them, and you're gambling as well, just straight-up money lines. The okay. runner-up in this, I actually like NC State. I think NC State's another school that has a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Last year, they got completely fucked. They didn't even make the tournament. It was a big ordeal. And I really think this is a NCAA way of just kind of throwing them a bone. They also probably should have made it this year. They, have, they had more of a case last year than this year. So this is them throwing them a fucking bone. Hmm, okay. So, but I do think NC State, just because of the... I'm not a big fan of South Carolina baseball. I think they're a little overhyped. I think NC State could upset them. So that's why I have them as my runner-up if you're kind of playing the bracket games there. Gotcha. Next one, and this is where I got confused. My bad, guys. Coastal Carolina is going up against Ryder. Yes. And we have Duke and UNC Wilmington. So a lot of North Carolina schools in one place. Just makes sense. And we have Ryder coming down from New York. Uh, my winners of this is Coastal Carolina. This is why that team is the reason why college baseball, I think, has gained its popularity. It's just because this school came out of nowhere in 2016 and won the whole damn thing. 
They've been America's sweetheart since. If you have no horse in this race and you want to hop on a bandwagon, hop on the Coastal Carolina bandwagon. I really do enjoy watching them play. That being said, they're going to win the regional. Duke is not good. I like my runner-up to be UNC Wilmington. I don't think Ryder stands a chance against these other teams, so we should be good to go there. Our next one is Virginia. Charlottesville, Virginia is their regional. Virginia is playing against the four-seed Army. They are the Patriot League's champion. You know how I feel about betting against the military, but unfortunately, that's where we're at. Respectfully. Now, there is a kid, just as a fun, feel-good story, there is a kid named Sam Ruda on the military Army baseball team. He was drafted by the Padres. He was basically about to get signed. He went, fuck it, I'm going to go join the Army instead. So, kind of a cool story. Definitely keep an eye on that. They'll probably talk about it like eight or nine times. That being said, take Virginia in this regional. Uh, the other teams in this is East Carolina and Oklahoma. Virginia does have a tough challenge to get past East Carolina. The thing, the reason why I didn't pick East Carolina is because they're not going to be playing in the jungle. If they were, I would have completely flipped. I think there's more of a home field advantage in Virginia. That's why I love that. East Carolina will be the runner-up of this. Oklahoma should not even be in the tournament. They were one of the last teams to actually make it in. So they were the definition of the bubble team this year. All right. All right. We're almost there. We <laughs> have good. the Nashville Vanderbilt's regional. Vanderbilt is going up against Eastern Illinois. The two and three seed is Oregon Xavier. Pretty cut and dry here. Vanderbilt is one of the best five teams in this tournament. Take Vanderbilt in your regional. Uh, as a runner-up, I do like Xavier. They have played pretty well in their conference. I think their pitching is pretty damn good, and I think I see that they are actually a big stealing base team. they pretty much pretty accurate on that, so they should be good to go there. I think Oregon is kind of a disappointing Pac-12 team that got in because just of a late run towards the end of the season, but at the beginning of the season, they weren't that awesome. Uh, what else we got? The next one we have is the Oklahoma State Stillwater Regional. This is going to be a fun bracket to watch. Keep your eyes on this one as well, kind of like the Baton Rouge one. Uh, Oklahoma State, we have Oral Roberts, we have Washington University, and we have Dallas Baptist. All of these teams can match the fucking ball. All of these teams hit dingers. Uh, Oral Roberts, out of this entire group, does have the lowest ERA. Like, solid pitching there. So, now I'm going to kind of throw a curveball here. I really like Dallas Baptist. They're another team that was borderline host region, regional. I think Dallas Baptist wins this bracket. I think they have more depth. My runner-up is the four seed, Oral Roberts. I think their pitching will carry them. I think their bats will do fine. I think Oklahoma State will kind of choke this away. So I have Dallas Baptist winning that regional. And then here's our last little grouping here. Indiana State, home of the Larry Birds. They're somehow hosting a regional. Don't know why. I think their RPI score is something else. They go up against Wright State, North Carolina, and Iowa. Now, here's a little tidbit on Wright State, our four seed. They almost had Tennessee beat last year. Tennessee hit a walk-off Grand Slam to beat them to go on to the next round. So, do not sleep on Wright State. Uh, North Carolina is probably the weakest of the North Carolina teams. I don't really like them. And Iowa, they have that kid. I think we talked about him early in this year. Brody Burchette. Something like that. The pitcher? Yes, the kid fucking throws gas. 
He's throwing 100, 405 every time. I enjoy watching him. We got to see him in Round Rock. It was really cool. Uh, I think in my bracket here, who's going to win is Iowa. The runner-up will be Wright State. And then the last regional we have is Arkansas. They get to play Santa Clara, one of the few California teams in here. Arizona and then TCU. Uh, TCU's are two seed, but I think that's a little overrated for them. I think Arizona should take care of them. And then I think Arizona runner-up will be the runner-up for Arkansas. I think Arkansas is an Omaha team. I like Arkansas a lot. I think I, as a fan base and group, I hate them. But I think as a baseball team, they are fucking great. They're in my top five best teams in this tournament. Now, I can okay. break down the Super Regionals because then basically kind of go off of what I said. But I don't know. I think I've been talking way too fucking much. Yeah, um, I mean, first of all, I just want to say shout out to Texas, the state of Texas. Uh, is Texas a baseball state now? You have Texas we Tech, have TCU, UT, a and Have you? Yes. We. I mean, the fact that Baylor didn't get in is kind of uh, disgusting, but it's typically Texas, Texas Tech, Texas A&M. DBU is another big baseball school. I'm trying to think of the other ones that we're missing. But those are usually the five schools always in the tournament. Okay. Well, I'm just giving credit where credit's due. That's all. Hey. Um, all right. So this is on a Friday. Uh, talk me out of a LSU Wake Forest and what was the other team I was looking at? Well, here's actually how the brackets work. So basically when I was saying left side, right side. I'm just talking about everybody on the... Oh, single games? Oh, okay. Here, let me get my book up real quick. Because, it, I mean, you could start yelling at me, asking me questions here. Well, just why don't we do LSU, Wake Forest, and, like, do three different parlays and add a third team, and then just go big on those? So I had right, a six-legger that was up, and I was like, there's no fucking way they this doesn't miss. I mean, to add it up. Uh, granted, there probably isn't even a money line for LSU, I would imagine. But there is. I had it up. Here we go. College baseball. I'm on DraftKings right now just kind of looking at lines. Mm-hmm. But our first Friday games, Virginia minus 350 against Army. That, that's pretty much a guarantee. There's no fucking way Army's going to beat Virginia. Okay. Uh, you have uh, the LSU or um, Wake? Trying to find it. There's so many goddamn games. Wake Forest. Where are you? Here we go. They're at minus 790. Then what is LSU like minus a thousand? LSU, I remember, was being reasonable, like five fifty minus five fifty. So, <laughs> like when I was thinking of the worst team that's ever made the tournament, going up against the probably the most famous college baseball team in some years, I was assuming uh-huh. it'd be minus one thousand, but it's only minus five fifty. So if you did so, that, if you just did LSU in Virginia, what are you getting? If you do LSU in Virginia and Wake Forest. It is minus one forty one. If you take Wake Forest out of it, it is a minus one ninety six. 
okay, so you just do LSU Virginia, obviously, at that point. Um, that's just a good rule of thumb. Anything over minus 600, you should never even put in a parlay. Um, so one I actually really do like is because Stanford is going to be in my like Omaha list of the eight that make it. Okay. I really like Virginia, LSU, Stanford. If you parlay all those together, you get plus 116. Ooh, I do like the sound of that. I, as much okay. as San Jose okay. State is a frisky four seed, I just don't see a way that they win. Um, I'm looking at another one. If you add Tennessee to that to take on Charlotte 49ers, you're looking at plus 203 as a four pick. I'm trying to see something else. So Friday, the Discord server will definitely be popping with some base, college baseball. For sure. Yeah. But I'm going to sleep in the month of June. I think this is my peak time for college baseball and baseball itself. Uh, But yeah, there's going to be all sorts of things. We will figure out a way to kind of beat the edge here. But right now, if you're looking at futures, I will say this. I would double down on LSU. And then I really like, uh, where's the bracket at? Just to make sure I'm not conflicting with myself so the way the first brackets work and the second bracket and towards once you get to Omaha is you play another double elimination right I really think Virginia will win their regional because they'll be in Charlottesville again I think that they're one of the hotter teams going into this thing they're a baseball school they're they're due for one they haven't won one yet I really like them a lot I do see this being a Virginia versus LSU bracket, but like I think LSU does win overall. But just to be safe, here's my eight teams in Omaha. Wake Forest, Stanford, LSU, Tennessee. I think LSU wins that. The runner-up will be Stanford. But then for the bracket two, I like Campbell, Virginia, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. Hell, sprinkle a little bit on uh, Campbell right now. They are 60 to 1. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have them at 45 to 1. Okay. But that team has a lot of lot of uh, chip on shoulder, kind of a lot of an edge. They, they've been mashing the ball all year, so nothing too crazy. But I'm looking back at the game lines. Any, I don't have an over-under yet, but anything in that Stillwater regional with Oklahoma State, just take the over. Just do it. There's no pitching. It's all hitting. Sweet. Okay. Um, so I guess my only question then is, so this weekend is basically like the first round of the tournament, right? And so teams so, will be eliminated. Is LSU going to, like they're only plus 650 now. Does it make sense to just wait? Because you've got them at, what, plus 500 in four days? I think you get the best price of them now because once you see that they start putting up 30 runs on Tulane and then they beat Oregon State or Sam Houston, whoever's up in the runner-up spot, that that will scare a lot of people. Like, holy shit, this team's un- incredible. They might put up three or four touchdowns on a gotcha. team, right? So, okay. And that's kind of the thing. Like, Now, what about Virginia 18-1? to Virginia, I think, is very, very sneaky. That's more of a sleeper. You could probably wait on that because I think a lot of the money – We'll go on your usual like Wake Forest right now is what three to one odds, which is ridiculous yeah. for three fifty. Yeah, okay. 
the watching a lot of teams and watching how they've just smashed the fucking ball, you're going to see a lot of money jump on those teams. So let's say like Miami beats the shit out of Maine. Miami's a popular sleeper pick right now. You're going to see a lot of money going there and you're going to see the odds go down a little bit more. Hmm, okay. And then kind of like a seesaw, once the odds go lower on that, you'll see the odds go higher on Virginia. You'll see the odds go higher on Coastal Carolina. I think uh, Vanderbilt will be one of those teams. I think Vanderbilt's more of a consistency thing. Like you always see them in there. They weren't in last year, but the last like 10 years of our lives, they've always been a like finalist. So you'll see odds jump on that. Arkansas is another good pick. Arkansas is a team where you'll, if you get it now, it's going to get lower as they start smashing the ball against Santa Clara. And then TCU's not good. TCU should not be in this tournament. Same with Arizona. So they, they got a very favorable matchups to start off the thing. And so you might see that price as low as it is or high as it is now, because it's only going to get lower. Okay. Um, all right. Let's. You want to take a look at uh, some professional baseball? Yeah. What games do we have left today? I know we have a lot of day games. Yeah, there was quite a bit. Um, let's see. We still got. Uh, probably pretty rare that someone will hear this before the Padres and Marlins tee off, but uh, I guess uh, Brewers and Blue Jays. Uh, we got Manoa going against Tahirin. Uh, to hearing, uh, came kind of disappeared for a while there and just magically is back and decent now. Are we sure about this? Yeah, I mean, if, if you've watched Alec Manoa pitch in the last five games, he's looked rough too. Oh, we saw um, him boots on the ground last week. That fat fuck. <laughs> I don't know how, like, I'm just kind of switching gears and like this is something I have a grip, a gripe with. Like, if you're gonna start talking shit about the entire league. Just be good. Like, you can't yeah. call Garrett Cole a fucking cheater and say, like, that organization's trash and all this kind of stuff, and then you're giving up seven to eight runs a game. Just be right. better. Like, now you look like a fat fucking stooge. Anyways, uh, that's my only gripe with them. I'm not touching this game because I don't really trust the Brewers. I, I mean... Sprinkle, I sprinkle in the over uh, just because of Manoa and Julio still... He's only one game... Back that I know of, anyhow. Uh, I don't know. I, I I just don't see how he disappears for two years and then just magically pops up with a 180 ERA. Yeah, I mean, he had one game. Yeah. It was against the Giants. I don't know if that's a really fair sample exactly. size. I mean, he gave up four hits. He had one walk. He went through, what, five innings? Yeah, I think this game could be like 5-5 five, five after three innings. So, yeah, I actually like the Blue Jays. Let me see what the actual line is on that. Minus 159. That's probably worth the juice there. Yeah. Blue Jays money line. Yeah, I can ride with that. Uh, what's the next game we have up? Uh, Phillies Mets. We got Nola and Cookie. Yeah. Probably staying um, away from this one. I don't trust either of these teams for anything. Nola has been good as of lately. He had 7Ks last game against the Braves. He had 10 against the Cubs his last start. Uh, he's pitched around six innings on average. Hasn't walked too many people. He had two walks last game, and then before that, one, one, and two. 
He's given up eight hits, was his most last, but that was against the Braves, so kind of tough to really kind of compare that. Uh, the Mets have been hitting well, right? I mean, Pete Alonso's been on, on point as of late. Doing better than they were, for sure. Aaron Nola, uh, uh, over under is uh, six strikeouts. So he's averaging around five and a half. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. The Mets are like 27th in Ks against right-handed pitchers, so they don't strike out a lot. Gotcha. So okay. if anything, that could be like a under. Yeah. Like a way, like that's what I would say, like it's a pretty sharp under at that point, but I don't feel great about it. You know what? I don't like this game at all. I don't like it. All right. We'll go to the next one. Uh, Reds at Red Sox. Reds are Red Sox. That's Luke Weaver and Paxton. Old Big Maple. Nice Red to see Sox him back. Red Sox are on my shit list as well lately. They just, I don't know. They they have a lineup that somehow doesn't score runs. I don't get it. I look at their lineup and I go, yeah, it's pretty solid. You know, yeah, it's hard. a really cool lineup if it's 2015. I mean, it's almost like somebody on this show said that they would probably lose 100 games. Now, that's probably a dramatic take at the very beginning of the season. But I think their time is up. They're about to start. It's going to be summertime. They're about to start going downhill. I'm not a fan, but I'm also not a huge fan of the Reds. I'm probably going to stay away from this as well. Uh, But I do love old Jimmy Paxton over here, Big Maple. He's had a good couple outings. His last one wasn't great against the Angels. I think he gave up five runs, a couple hits. But he did really well against the Padres. He did decent against the uh, Cardinals. I would okay. take the Red Sox in a money line situation. I think at minus one sixty, it's decent juice there. But I mean, they've they've been so inconsistent. I I'm probably going to just stay away. Yeah. Yep, they're on my stay away list for now. Um, all right, we got Twins Astros. Uh, just kind of an interesting matchup. Hunter Brown's gone. Yeah, Hunter Brown has been very good lately. I saw his over under his eight games. Yeah, and that might be a lot. I mean, and I get why. I mean, his last outing, ten strikeouts against the Oakland Athletics. The outing before that, he got to be lucky enough to play against the Oakland Athletics again for nine strikeouts. And then his other time he got eight strikeouts, his back to back to back starts was against the White Sox. Three really bad teams. Or three really he just he got lucky on those. Now you're going up against mm. the twins. I'm looking at their numbers right now. They are in first place of striking out against right-handed pitchers. I mean, you get to go against Joey Gallo four times in a lineup. It makes sense. Ooh. Personally, everything in my mind says take the over, but this is the time where I get like the regressive fucking pitching night where everything says take the over, take the over, take the over. Then he goes way the fuck under. I probably will not touch it, being a little bit more conservative here. But I do think the Astros should win. They won last night and pretty handedly. This is for the series as well. I mean, the Twins won the first game. So, yeah, I like the Astros to win this right now. Give me money line minus 175. Okay. Um, What else do we have? Oh, Rockies Diamondbacks. Yan- okay, Rockies Diamondbacks. 
I don't I'll start pitch matchup for mine. It's uh, Dylan Lemmett versus T. Henry. Oh, oh, Lamont. Yeah, take the over. Over 10. Is yep. this in Diamondbacks? I already have it. It's in the Diamondbacks Stadium. Arizona's minus 165. Okay. Yeah, take the over. I think these are two teams. I mean, the Diamondbacks are a very, very underrated team that does hit the ball. I like the over on that. Maybe the over on the team total for the Diamondbacks. Maybe a sprinkle on a Christian Walker home run. He's been on. Uh, who's the other guy for them? Cattle Marte. He's been yeah. mashing the ball lately. Okay. Uh, uh, last up, well, we do have a little uh, interesting nightcap here. Uh, IKF and the Yankees against uh, our boy George Kirby and the Mariners. I think your mic's acting up, but I'll take over for there. Uh, but yeah, we got Clark Schmidt against Kirby. Yep. I am not a Clark Schmidt fan. He is very inconsistent. If anything, I really like. I've watched the last two Mariners games, and basically it's been Judge taking over. Every single one, Judge's been robbing home runs, hitting home runs. It's basically the New York Judges at this point. I yes. think they're due for a regression. I, I don't see him hitting three straight games with multi-home runs. I, ah, this is gross. Trying to look at another way to kind of bet this game if I had to. Um, yeah, I don't know. Seattle is minus 140. Seattle's definitely but... favorite just simply because of Kirby, and Schmidt sucks. But I'm looking at the first five innings. I'd probably go looking at just the team totals here. Uh, On a side note, you know what I love about baseball is that, you know, for a game like tonight, Wednesday night, tickets are as low as six bucks. And this is a, a good matchup and, you know, good teams and a nice ballpark. If I was living in Seattle, Which, six bucks to go see a game. It's those Wednesday night games, the weekday games. I'll probably be boots on the ground this weekend. See the uh, Mariners play. Oh, nice. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Uh, also, uh, while we're on the on the I'm just on the topic, uh, Tropicana Field. Uh, not a bad ballpark at all. Really, is that your first I time? It. That was my first time at the Trop. Uh, you really can't tell that it's old, except if you look at the roof. <laughs> the roof uh, definitely uh, gives away the age. Uh, but the rest of it is, is pretty damn nice. Food was good. Down there. I've heard nothing but terrible things about that place, so it's nice to hear a positive. Uh, back to the Seattle game, I finally got the to- team totals up. Uh I see over three and a half runs pretty easily for the Mariners. And then for the first five innings, I'm not going to touch it, but it's over two and a half. I really just like the full game over three and a half. I'm putting money on that right now. Okay. Yep. I'll tell that. But yeah, no, good to know about them. I mean, what the Rangers play their middle of June. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to see if I can pull it off. There's probably a 0% chance, but Hey, it's nice to dream. Okay. So tomorrow, um, anything, gonna... anything, uh, actually, we got to talk about this basketball uh, thing because it's really just, they're bugging me all day. Yeah. I don't know what you're fucking smoking. 
please explain to me why you think the Heat are this good of a team. Jimmy, Bam, Caleb Martin, Spolstra. I mean, they deserve some respect is what I'm saying. I'm, I, I'm saying they're being disrespected. I'm not saying Denver isn't a better team or Denver isn't going to win. I just think, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of want to take the heat. I'm, I'm, listen, as a fan, I'm perfectly okay. Whoever wins this series, right? I, I love Jamal Murray, Jokic, and that, t- that team deserves a title for everything that they've gone through and the fact that they've stuck together over the last four to five years. They're like a, a senior college basketball team making it to the NCAA final. Uh, so it's, it's great to see them in the finals. But then playoff Jimmy. I mean, playoff Jimmy and the Miami Mafia have been incredible. Playoff Jimmy um, looked like shit the last three games. He didn't really have to do much. I mean, especially game seven, like Caleb Martin. So let's go back on game seven then. Have a legit conversation here. If Tatum doesn't tweak his ankle in the first 60 seconds of the game, do you think that game goes any differently? Yes, absolutely. I I mean, I watched the entire thing. It was, there was never a moment where I thought, okay, the Celtics could catch fire here. It was pretty much dead after that first minute. Um, I think if he's still there, they still come back and win. But to have a team where you almost blew a 3-0 lead, I think that's pretty embarrassing. I don't think it's as, as embarrassing as you get it to Game 7 and lose. I think that's heartbreaking. I think Celtics fans should be pissed. Uh, Missoula should be fired. I'm all bored of that. By the way, do you know Missoula was also knocked out of his March Madness tournament by Jimmy Butler? Yes. I saw the photo of uh, Jimmy guarding him. <laughs> that's... It's got to be a kick in the ass, right? Anyways, that being said, I after watching Game 7, basically watching Jimmy basically uh, limp around the court the entire time, I just, I'm going to pick the nine-day rested Nuggets team. I think there will be rust in Game 1, so like if you're going to take a lean, maybe Heat's first half spread here. I think that is probably the sharp way of looking at that. I don't have a line yet because it's going to be tomorrow, but... I would assume it's going to be what heater four or five point dogs, right? Yeah, I think it's actually probably. I think it'll probably be closer to like six. Uh, but uh, here we go. Yeah, five and a half points heat. Yeah, that might be a solid lean right there because the Nuggets will be rusty, but I do think they just have so much of a better offensive scheme. I so I watched the way AD played against Jokic. I think AD is better than Bam. I don't think that's a bold statement to say there. I just don't see how th- that team's going to be able to guard Jokic over fucking the way AD did and with the tall, like what, Rui and all those guys. I think you're shit out of luck. I think the Heat are a good, good story, good eight seed, good first time of playing teams made it. Uh, give me Nuggets in five. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go... Heat and seven. Heat and seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. Uh, Maybe this is just a fan of me, but I just, uh, I don't know. Miami Mafia. I'm not doubting them. 
Pat Riley's going to go into the locker room with those rings, have that speech. And I think the Heat are absolutely talking about the fact that they're being disrespected this much. I will say, I'm, I I will put Spolstra on like the top five coaches of all time in the NBA. I think he deserves a little bit more credit. I think he's going to be up there, but I just I don't see how they can power through that. We'll see. Uh, I don't think they're going to stop Jokic. Um, I think they're going to try to stop the rest of the Nuggets. Yeah, but you got Michael Porter Jr., which has been good. Jamal Murray's been on. The, the, I think Jamal Murray should have probably won the Western Conference Finals the way he played a couple games. The MVP there. Yeah. I don't know. It's That's a three-headed monster you have to stop. And then you have Aaron Gordon, which borderline defensive All-American team, or all-team de- defensively. I think... That it's just a better team. At the end of the day, I don't expect Caleb Martin to be as good as he was against the Celtics. I just I can't see it. I mean, there's still talk about Tyler Hero returning. Yeah, game three. I think it's dead by the time game three, game four happens. Okay. So let's say the Nuggets go up two oh, Tyler Hero comes back, they win one. I think that's the one game that they do ha- take care of, right? Mm-hmm. I think Nuggets in five. Then I think the Nuggets figure out a system because they have seven, dif- seven different offensive schemes that they use per game. Yeah, I think they're just going to outduel them at this point. I think it's it'll, it'll be pro. I'm very look. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a while since I've actually focused on the NBA Finals. Yeah. First time it's not LeBron or Steph or anything like that. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it's going to be a fun matchup. I'm excited. Um, all right. What else? Anything else? Any other um, bets? I mean, we can get weird on golf. I can talk about hockey. I don't know how much time you got. We should talk about, let's just talk about the Stanley Cup real quick. Yeah, they game one's on Saturday. Pretty even matchup. I think the Knights are a a buck 25 favorite. Are we looking at shots on goal already? Are we, I don't know how good, I don't really know how good Vegas is this year. Vegas is pretty nasty on defense. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now on my props cash. But Vegas is really good defensively. They don't give, at least when I was watching the Stars, they didn't give up a lot. And if you look at, like, I mean, look how the Panthers did against the Hurricanes. They did not score a lot. A lot of those games were basically like 1 0, 2 2, like type 2 to 1 type games. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of, like, shots on goals. Like, Ekbald has not been there. Yeah. Like if you're looking yeah, at his stats really against. He's at averaging what he had one, he had two shots on goal in the first two games each. So four shots on goal in the series and had none in game three and game four. Uh, who was our other favorite guys? Chuck. Yep. Pretty inconsistent. He had four, two, four, three, six in his last five. Uh, Carter Vergeau or Vergi. He had two, four, zero, six, four. A zero. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> if I took him for shots on goal, he had a zero. I would be furious. Yeah. So defensively, okay. Florida is not very good at guarding the kind of like your offensive guys, your stoners and whatnot. Uh, Mark Stone, he probably will have the best look of hitting his shots on goals target. Okay. But the Knights are really, really good defensively. I mean, they're. If you watch the Stars game, like, Stars literally just couldn't get a shot off. That's essentially why they couldn't, they 
lost. The Stars lost in whatever six games. Okay. So we're or we're leaning towards Vegas for I'm uh... leaning on Vegas to win the whole thing. I do think this will be a seven game series. Um I will not take any shots on goals unless we're in Houston. Uh, I'm sorry, not Houston. Unless we're in Florida. That Florida stat keeper, I don't know if he's drinking on the job, but he there's some SOGs that we get just for no fucking reason. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll, I'll watch the game like, where the hell did he shoot that? And I'm like, boop, it popped up as a stat. So let's fucking go. You know, so listen, people might think like, okay, Florida Panthers, no one, can, you know, especially fans of Miami don't care. They've got a good atmosphere there. Now, no, the I don't food think... is some of the worst in all the sports. <laughs> we'll get you started on the food in that stadium. Uh, but the, the atmosphere is really, really cool. I've heard nothing but good things about the Florida Panther thing. I think Brooks Kapka will be there. I don't. He, luckily, the Florida Panthers play on the weekdays, so Kapka's not going to be somewhere golfing. It, right. It'll be what the nights on Saturday, and the nights on uh, Monday night. Then you'll have like a Wednesday and Friday game for the Panthers. So you might see Brooks there Wednesday. Getting the yep. people and then you up. have Tuesday, Thursday to eat, so it's going to be a, a fun week for Miami fans. Yeah, who else do they got? They got something else going on. Oh, they got—I mean, fucking Miami baseball right now in Coral Gables. I know yeah. it's not necessarily a huge thing, but there's a lot of playoffs going on right now in the city of Miami. Okay. Anything else you got? If you want to get weird in golf, I got some golf picks. But other than that, give me give me two golf picks. Uh, give me Jordan Spieth to get in the top 20 at plus 150. Uh, long shot here. Dennis McCarthy to get in the top 40. I'm sorry, that's not a long shot. But Tom, Tom Kim, top 20 at plus 220. Got it. Okay. Um, well, that's about it for today. Uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in. Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe us. Uh, hit us up for the Discord link. We are in there every single day posting pics. Uh, And other than that, uh, everyone have a great week. Cool. God bless.